Greetings. Welcome to this Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I am your host for this podcast series, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. Most relationships involve some degree of giving and receiving. Usually this process of giving and receiving can vary from the type and length of relationship that we have with other people. For one to better understand that there are friendships and other relationships, it is healthy to seek clarification of what is being given and what is being received, do I ask the question of what is being exchanged with this relationship? If not, I encourage you to do so. It can be critical for one to understand the assumptions that are made by the individuals involved, as well as the various expectations that each has for the other. One major error can be a belief that one has no assumptions or no expectations of another person as we relate to him or her. To me, this is just wishful thinking. The process of giving and receiving with another person is usually full of assumptions and expectations. Some of these are open and discussed between the individuals. Most assumptions and expectations tend to develop over time and seldom are they addressed directly and openly until they are not met. It seems that many people are uncomfortable addressing the assumptions and expectations that they have of themselves and of other people. It does take effort and involves lots of emotional risk. The outcome, I believe, can be well worth the effort and result in a healthier you. As social animals, we humans tend to feel comfortable when we are able to give something of value to another person. We believe it confirms our value for the other person, and it confirms our belief in ourselves as a good person. This gift allows us to experience a win-win interaction where the outcome is lots of mutual stroking. Each of us has a self-image or a way that we look at ourselves. Aside from a few pathological conditions, it seems that most of us like this image to have some degree of positivism. When our assumptions about self are met with validating behavior, we can feel good about ourselves. When our expectations of ourselves are met, the good feelings can even increase. While this foundation might seem that we would all be swimming in the waters of good and positive feelings, often that is not the case. After all, what could be better than me having positive assumptions about others and myself? What could be better than having positive expectations about others and myself? Human relationships tend to be just a little bit more complicated than this. 
We can start with the fact that there are many different types of humans in our society, and they each have had their own life journey. Each of us is an individual. Different life journeys tend to teach different lessons for life. With so much diversity present in our society, it can be helpful to focus on some specific aspect to better understand others and ourselves. I once encouraged my clients to become psychologically aware as well as physically aware what they were able to give themselves and others. Following this awareness, I then encouraged each individual to focus on what they were or were not willing to give to another person. This was a focus on ability and willingness. The process of being aware of our abilities and being aware to give to self and others is significant to one's mental health. It can be very important for a person to differentiate between the two processes as well as seek understanding of the degree that is usually present. It is seldom a binary choice of either or whether we are able to give and receive from others. We usually experience it in some degree. The same can be said for the process of our willingness in giving and receiving with another person. Even with this awareness, it is often discovered that we structure our assumptions and expectations of others in a binary form, such as either or, good or bad. Life can be so much easier with only two choices rather than dealing with dozens of possibilities or even hundreds. That is, it can be easier until the binary choices do not work for us. This can occur when we seek to assign blame for an assumption or expectation that was made in error. How do we choose to manage a request for some gift that we may not have the resources to give? We are unable to meet the expectations of another person. The request from another can be something concrete like money or time. It may be more vague like socialization or understanding. If you do not see yourself as having this resource to give another, how do you choose to respond to a request? Are you able to respond to the mind games of guilt that another may attempt to place on you? A companion behavior of being able to give and or receive something is the concept of being willing. Are you willing to give the requested gift to either yourself or another person? While you may be able, you may not be willing. Also, the reverse is that you may be willing to give, but you do not see yourself as being able. It can be either a binary choice of yes or no, or it can be a choice of not being able and willing to the degree requested. Maybe it can be more or less, but how does one choose to handle when the specific request is not met? Does one, for example, make a counteroffer? I'm not able to give X. Would Y work for you? Does one choose to respond with modifications of ability and willingness to the request? 
I can give you $500, but not $5,000. Or I cannot give this to you today, but next month would work better for me. Does one choose to avoid the stresses of adjusting themselves and making these modifications and to the other people by choosing a very simple yes, no, and then add no comment? Often the focus is on what we are able and willing to give to another and self. I believe that the same attention can be paid to the choices on what we receive from others as well as the self-talk we give ourselves. Receiving of gifts is an important skill to cultivate. Learning various ways to convey appreciation for the gifts we receive can lead to a more positive attitude. Attitudes lead to feelings, and feelings lead to behavior. Can we learn a variety of ways to convey our thanks? Just as the gifts we receive are varied, the givers of these gifts also can have varied backgrounds. They can respond differently to our ways of saying thank you. Does our body language match the words we choose to use? Can we find the effective way of conveying our thanks that would fit the unique giver? Or do we limit ourselves to ways that would work for us thanking us? Whatever we choose in addressing the assumptions that we make and the expectations we place on ourselves and others, the behavior of these not being met is much more difficult for some people than it is for others. The dynamics are constantly changing for our assumptions and our expectations. Can you and I choose change to meet these new assumptions and expectations when they arrive? Or do we choose denial to avoid the stresses of having to manage change? Being accurately aware of this aspect of relating with others and ourselves tends to produce a healthier lifestyle with fewer stresses. We can more freely and honestly interact with each other without wasting time and energy with mind games like if only. We can avoid the wasted efforts of trying to change other people to meet our expectations. We can avoid irritating exercises like trying to teach a pig to sing. This effort is usually a waste of time and energy. And this does not even note that the whole process of trying to change others tends to irritate the other person who does not want to change. I encourage you to be honest and mature with yourself and others with what you are able to give as well as receive from others. Give and receive only what you are able. Give and receive only what you are willing. Understanding these processes allows us to choose a healthier pattern of positive living. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Thanks for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gift to you, my listeners. Your feedback sent via email is always appreciated. That email address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please join me next time as we continue to explore diverse topics 
to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I always encourage you to value and to nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.